Hey folks, before we get into it today, I want to let you know that this episode has two releases. If you listen on Spotify, you'll get a 30 second clip of the song we're talking about, or if you're a premium member, you'll get to listen to the whole song. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, then you'll hear a brief pause instead of music, but you can find a link to the playlist in the show notes. Now enjoy the show. Hey, what's up, danger? (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Air is crazy. Yeah. Hey, listen, action movie. Sometimes this happens. <laughs> Welcome to Shirts and Ties, a culture and education podcast. I'm Casey Shirts. Hey, I'm Brian Miller. Hey, what are we doing today, Brian? Uh, so, I, man, I am just so excited because uh, I know you love music. Uh, uh, I love music. And um, I chat with educators uh, either that I work with or just around the country, and we're always chatting about songs. Somehow songs always come up. And I thought, let's just put uh, a little soundtrack together of just songs that we can listen to um, on our morning commutes that either um, inspire us or encourage us or or bring us back to reality of what we're doing. You know, you and I said a little bit ago that um, if you're the sum of the five people you, you hang out with, um, one of those people probably is the music you listen to. And, uh, and so I wanted, I just wanted to create a playlist that you and I, we listen to and just kind of share it as here's what I love. I love this song and here's why, and here's some lines and lyrics that, that impact me. So, um, that's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about music and education. Most of these songs that I chose, uh, I love them largely, not because of the entirety of the song, although the, the, the music itself is, is aesthetically pleasing, but I chose them because there's a line or two or sometimes just a feeling around the entire song that really um, I like to just kind of write on my board. And so my goal is to have like a little phrase from each song. And I'm like, this is this is great. So Bermuda Highway by My Morning Jacket. And the line is, oh, don't carve me out. Don't let your silly dreams fall in between the crack of the bed and the wall. And I friggin love that line. Because uh, I, uh, growing up, I had a huge bunk bed with my my brother-in-law, my my brother-in-law, my brother on the top bunk and me on the bottom bunk, and we had this huge. My father made this huge bunk bed, and there was this crack between the bed and the wall that if anything fell in there, this bed was so big you could not move it, and so it was lost forever. And so that line really resonates with me. But as educators, how often do we have these silly dreams when we walk into our first classroom of like changing the world or like the kids we're going to impact? And over the course of time, those silly dreams tend to slip into the cracks of the bed and the wall. It's almost like a blanket that you're like, you see it falling in, you got the, the, the edge of the blanket, and you bring it back. Uh, but over time, it just continues to fall. And then one day you don't grab it in time and it's gone. And, I, and so it's just this little beautiful reminder to me of, man, you have, and they're silly dreams, right? They're goofy, funky little dreams that maybe exist in your own head. Uh, but that's what we get up. That's what we get excited about. That's why we head to to our work and we hang out with kids because we have these silly dreams of impacting lives. And I just don't ever want them to fall between the crack and the bed and the wall. What do you think? Yeah. So whose jacket is it? What? <laughs> my morning. Come on, man. You didn't. Where's the joke? You're a dork. Where's my, my morning wife. jacket? No. So when I first was introduced to my morning jacket, it was me and my brother-in-law. We were living in California at the time. And my wife got so angry because she thought we were being possessive. She's like, it's not your morning jacket. It's everybody's. And we're like, no, that's the name of the I, I like that you started a little bit reflecting on teaching 
uh, I sort of categorized my songs. And one category I had was like, why do we do this job? Hmm. And I had a, a whole list of songs, but all of them were thinking about the impact we're having on people. I thought about adding some diversity to it. There's a great Reba McIntyre song about um, it's something like you're going to be, and it talks about kids growing up. Mm. But what I settled on was an arcade fire song called unconditional. And I think I liked it so much because it reminds me of what education should be, which is a place for kids to grow and change and make mistakes and mess up and skin their knees. Uh, and here's how the lines go. It says you can dance and you can shake. Things will break. You make mistakes. You lose your friends again and again because nothing is ever perfect. No one is ever perfect. And then it goes on a little bit. It says, let me say it again. No one's perfect, right? A lifetime of skin, knees, and heartbreak comes so easy, but a life without pain would be boring. Holy cow. Yeah, it's a heck of a song. And when you listen to it, though, it, it does have a pretty good rhythm and beat to it. So it is a feel-good song, mm -hmm. but it is also deep. And, and I kind of love it for those divergent um, messages, you know, pumped up, but also knowing that sometimes it's a struggle. And I think that's what we do. We want to help these kids uh, work through failure. We want to help these kids grow. Uh, we want the students, the staff, we want everybody to have an opportunity to make mistakes and get better in the process. Growth yeah. is what we're looking for. I have a quote that I just looked at as you were chatting on my wall. It says, Maybe life isn't about avoiding the bruises. Maybe it's about collecting the scars to prove you showed up for it. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I like that. That's a, that's a great song. All right. So what's the, what's the name of the song again? It's called Unconditional, and I think it's part one. There's actually a couple of them, um, but and it's by Arcade Fire. Unconditional, part one by Arcade Fire. Okay, uh, my second song and I don't know uh, where I even found this song. I just kind of listened to Spotify. So what I do every morning, uh, I, as best I can, I get outside and I play music and I greet the kids as, the, as you know, at the elementary school, they kind of hang outside. They're not allowed in the building until a certain time. And so they're just kind of out there. And so I have my, my coffee and I have a speaker out there and we're just kind of listening to music. Um, and then at some point I ring the bell and they start coming in. We give high fives, knocks and whatever it might be. Um, but so either something like right now, I've already started Christmas music, which is fantastic. Uh, but oftentimes I'm just trying to, I'm playing a, a Spotify playlist and this one came up. And so it was literally like kids are walking in the door. I'm giving high fives. We're smiling. It's have a great day. And this song waking up the giants by Grizz folk. I don't, I've never even heard of Grizz folk comes on. And same as what you just said, like the rhythm is kind of catchy. I'm kind of bobbing. I'm kind of dancing a little bit. And this line keeps saying, waking up the giant over and over again. So here's, here's what stuck, uh, sticks out. We're, we're, we are, we're the rhythm of the darkest nights. We're the truth that's been left unspoken. We're the shadows far beyond the lights. We're waking, waking, waking up the giants. And so it's one of these songs that is in my literary background mind. Uh, I'm sure he's talking about something else. But as these kids are walking in, I just had like this, like chills to the bone of we, the teachers, we are the rhythm of the darkest nights. We are the truth that has left, that been left unspoken. Uh, we're the shadows far beyond the lights. We are like this constant coming. We're this constant uh, maybe figure in the back that is, coming to school each and every day, wrestling through the ugliness and the harshness of life, 
And our goal is to wake up the giants. We are trying to wake up our students. We're trying to wake up the people around us. And I, it was like this calling or like this, like a battle cry of wake up the giants, right? Like show up each and every day, um, battle against your own demons, your own whatever struggles. Uh, your task today is to wake up the giants, wake up their minds, wake up their hearts, wake up their, their passion for living and for life. Uh, to go back to your previous song, uh, to wake up their their longing to get out there and scrape the knees and get bruises and, and, and get after life, man. And so, uh, this is just like, I listened to it again this morning, literally on repeat, like three or four times. And it just has like this aesthetic rhythm to it as well. That like the drums come in and it's like, kabak, kabak, and like wake it up the giants. And I just, I love it. I just, I, uh, it's one of my favorites currently. That reminds me a little bit of the white stripe song. We're going to be friends. Okay. Uh, because it, there's a, a youthfulness to it when school is still fun and, and yeah. you're still having a good time and enjoying it. Very yeah. different than what happens with like junior high kids, but like in elementary, I'm picturing that moment where the kids are coming in and they got the new shoes on and they're having a good time. Oh yeah. It's, there's something so uh, magical and the way that my, my school is set right now, it's a little bit too dark, but um, kind of in the fall, the, the sun is rising. And so you have like this gorgeous sunset or sunrise coming up and the, the sky is turning color and you see these kids walking down the path and you got music in the background and it's like this beautiful moment of like i love this this is this is what we're all about this is this is the great moment so uh yeah it's fantastic so uh waking up the giants by grizz folk is my song number two okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna ruin the vibe now with some sad bad stuff uh <laughs> And I apologize for that. Oh, I got some coming. You're okay. Okay. Well, I have this general philosophy when I'm engaging people and I just say three with empathy. And what that means to me is I, I start off by engaging people with three actions, either questions or statements or something that, that are empathetic to whatever their you know situation is. And for me, that's always a great way to start to engage someone. They know I'm there for them. I, I care for them. And so I want to share first a song that I'm not including in our playlist. I told you <laughs> I was going to cheat the system a little bit. Sure. Uh, my first day of school as a teacher, so day one, I'm trying to figure out how can I do that? How can I show my students that I have empathy for the situation they're in? So I'm, yeah. uh, I think it's a, a sophomore or junior history class. And I, you know, I'm, I'm getting excited for this first day of work. I'm, I'm a teacher now. Right. And what I decided was I was going to use the, the song, another brick in the wall, and sure. I was going to show the video, right? We don't need no education. Sure. And the video is even better than the song because there's some some imagery there. Like there's a schoolhouse that's actually a meat grinder and they're just stuffing kids in there and they're coming out as meat. And <laughs> it is probably the only thing I've done in my teaching career that I kept for 20 straight years. Every worksheet I used, every lesson I did. I mean, I was, I was changing up all the time, but that thing, I use that song every year for 20 years because mm -hmm. I wanted those students to know that I had empathy for them. Well, the song I actually want to include, though, is more a reminder of of having empathy now for the adults that I work with. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's called About Today by The National. And the the song doesn't have a lot of lyrics to it, um, but the lines that that work for me as a reminder, hey, I need to have empathy for the staff. It says, today you were so far away and I didn't ask you why. Mm -hmm. And um, 
it's especially heartbreaking when you know some additional um, stories that go along with it. Uh, There's another band I like called Frightened Rabbits. And the National actually did a live performance of the song about today, and they dedicated it to the lead singer for that band who died by suicide. Mm -hmm. And I I told you I was going to make this real dark for a second. And again, I apologize. Um, But all of that together, those lines, and I didn't ask you why, it is one of the things that I'm afraid of is that someone needs something and I don't check on them. Mm. And that song reminds me, don't make that mistake. Make sure you're checking on people all the time. No, that's a great, great song. And probably uh, I can't, I can't hear it in my head. I don't know the song. <laughs> I'm assuming it's not a, a peppy song. It's kind of nope. a melancholy song, which I think is appropriate too um, in our, in a podcast or in a, um, a playlist because I don't know about you, but there are often, potentially even daily, where a student or a staff or a friend, they they jar my thoughts of, oh, I should check in on them. Oh, that was, that was a little bit out of character. I wonder if they're okay. And I had all good intentions to get there, but then the million tasks and things come up and you get, you get bogged down and you get distracted. Uh, but what a great reminder of, you know, it's okay to... to in the back of your brain, I, I need to send them an email. I need to check in, walk into the room, but we have to do it. Right. Yeah. Uh, Cause yeah. you're exactly right. Like we, we have these moments, we have these, uh, what's the word I'm looking for. We have these little red flags that go off in our head yeah. that we, we acknowledge it, but then we get distracted. That's great. Well, I know a pod, yeah, a podcast in the past, I said, Hey, you know, the way we, we continue to be successful is rebuild infrastructure. And you made the point that our infrastructure is people. Hmm. We have to rebuild people. And this song is a reminder, yeah. hey, we got to reach out. So this isn't part of my list, but uh, a song that maybe is coincides with that or mar- marries well with that is the Coldplay Fix You, uh, right? Like, I love that song. And I don't, I don't even really like Coldplay all that much. My kids love them. Uh, but that song brings me to tears almost every time. Yeah. Uh, and it's just kind of like this, I'm here. Uh, I'm, we're going we're gonna to fix each other. We're in this together. So, so what's the song again? About Today by The National. All right. So my song number three, this one is, is really fun for me. The song, I actually couldn't even tell you most of the lyrics because I don't even care too much about them. It's just such a fun loving song, but it's more so the story behind the song. So the song is called surrender to me by fire city funk. Okay. So here's the storyline. Uh, this song was written, uh, in the seventies. Okay. Uh, by this guy and, he never produced it because it was, you know, it wasn't like today where you could throw it on YouTube or something like that. He just wrote it, uh, recorded it with him and his buddies, but nothing ever happened to it. <clears throat> 50 years later uh, ish, his son gets a hold of it and his son is playing it in his car. And he's like, good God, this is amazing. And he throws it on TikTok of him just listening to it. And then the song explodes. And it becomes like this, this, uh, um, what's the word, uh, this trending, right? Like it's, it's on soundtracks. It's like, it's a huge famous song now. Like it's huge. It, it goes viral. I think that's what the word, that's the word I'm looking for. What did I say? <laughs> I have no idea, man. <laughs> trending. Yeah, yeah. Trending. Uh, yeah, whatever. It, it could it be. It goes yeah. viral. Uh, it becomes huge. And so when I listen to the song, not only is it just an upbeat, funky, good tune that you can't help but get <laughs> I, can't, I just remember because i almost said uh 
uh, tap your feet to. And if you recall an email that I sent <laughs> many, many years ago. <laughs> okay, which one of us is going to tell that story? Uh, I actually would love to hear it from your perspective. <laughs> <laughs> well, <clears throat> so... Yeah. So you send out this email and I think your intention is to say, Hey, I love this song. I want to tap my feet to it, but you, instead, was, if you listen to it, you can jive your hips and tap your feet, but you wrote tap your meat <laughs> and you said it to the whole staff at which point, um, and, and you spelled meat M E E T. Right. So <laughs> I'm just sitting there watching this thing unfold and somebody sends a response. I think you misspelled beat. Dude, I send that email and then I start <laughs> teaching. And the entire time I'm teaching, I just hear ding, ding, ding. As the emails are coming in, you hear laughter in the hallway. Kids are coming in after class. What did you send? My teacher couldn't stop. Oh man. So anyways. <laughs> Which is a great lesson in that, right? Because you messed up. But oh, you man. owned it, and we all had a ton of fun. That it? was so fun. All staff send. There you go. So anyways, <laughs> this song is that kind of song. Jive your hips, tap your feet. And it's so fun. But when I hear it, um, it's also like this tangible, audible reminder that sometimes we make something and, and nothing happens to it. And we get discouraged. And we feel like it was... Uh, a dream in an empty bucket. And we're like, man, what was the point of all that, all that work, all that effort, all that, and nothing came of it. Uh, and sometimes maybe no, it never does. Sometimes it really does. We just never get to see it. And a few moments, that's when you get an email five years later from a, from a student, you get a text from somebody. I got a letter from one of my students uh, in July, just the other day that said, um, Hey, you talked about this when you were taught here. And this was five, six years ago. Uh, they hunted down my address, found out where I was, sent me a letter. And it's like this, you know, it's it's not going viral, uh, but it's a very tangible reminder that the efforts that we put into this profession and the things that we do, the things that we say, they make a difference. It just may be years and years and years down the line. Well, and it does beg the question again, who, who are you doing this for? Sure. And if you're doing it for the recognition, it, it's probably going to be artificial. Even this podcast, when you and I are talking, it's for me. Sure. I, I need this moment to think out loud. Uh, you become my PLC and uh, and that's who it's for. And so if no one else hears this, that's okay. Sure. Um, but if we do things that that and we do them well, and th there's always a chance that somebody else is going to latch onto it. Sure. And that's, that's what I love about this song is it's, it's, it's a beautiful song. And so like the phrase that I kind of put in the back of my head is uh, don't worry about the attention or don't worry about the glory. Uh, just go make some good music today. Uh, believing that it will impact somebody. It'll do something. So, all right. The song surrender to me by fire city funk. Well, I have some notes written down and I can't, go away from them. So I'm going to take it a little bit dark again because, well, when I listen to music, it's, it's often with a purpose. So sometimes it's a reminder of why I do what I do. Uh, sometimes it's a reminder of how I want to engage with other people, but sometimes it's because I'm struggling and suffering. Like we have these dark days. And uh, so my next song is anti-hero by Taylor Swift. <laughs> what you don't get to laugh about that uh taylor swift's fantastic by the way so if you aren't into taylor swift you're missing out she's got a I'm ton not, of good stuff but there's a there's a snl skit that 
jives with me where uh it's a bunch of people like digging a song and they're like they're singing along to it and then they discover that it's taylor swift and it's like people from all walks of life right so they're driving their car they're at a club they're at a party and they're like this is a great song i love this song yeah it's taylor swift and that's me right like i don't consciously listen to her but anytime she's on the radio i'm like man this is a really good song and then i discover it's taylor swift well, she started actually doing some work with some members of the national, which is my favorite band. So that gave me even more reason to listen sure, to her. Sure. Um, but she's also yeah. kind of a badass uh, if you listen to her music and she's also pretty honest. So in this song, anti-hero there's lines in it. And she says, it's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me at tea time. Everybody agrees. I stare directly at the sun, but never in the mirror. Hmm. And that mm. line, especially staring directly at the sun, but never in the mirror is really powerful when, because I think reflection is such an important part of what we do. And sometimes rather than acknowledging our own failures, we'll put, put ourselves in peril. Mm. We'll stare directly into the sun rather than taking a look in the mirror and figure out, Hey, what's wrong here. Mm. And so I, I just, I really dig that line. And I dig the, her willingness to say, you know what, I'm, I might be the problem. No, that's really powerful. I'm the problem. It's me. Uh, with an acknowledgement of, I am unable to acknowledge that like there's faults in myself. Um, there's faults in, in the way I'm teaching or the way I'm living or the decisions that I'm making or the thought processes. And it's so hard it's crazy like that you say it's so hard to say that and to acknowledge that so we would much rather cause ourselves harm because that's easier yeah isn't it wild human that's beings crazy. are crazy yeah they're human beings are something else we we are a conundrum because uh we are so so amazing and can do some crazy powerful beautiful things but we can so easily be so destructive well, and, you know, this has me thinking a little bit too about when working with adults or other people, man, how do you get someone to reflect in that way? Because mm -hmm. we've said this, I think, on, on the podcast before, any unsolicited advice is taken as criticism. Mm -hmm. So you can't force people to reflect, mm -mm. but you definitely need people to so that they can get better. Hmm. Yeah, that's good. Maybe just give them the Taylor Swift song and say, hey, listen to this for a little bit. That's right. Check it out. <laughs> All right, so what's the song called? It's called Antihero, Taylor Swift. All right, my next one, uh, this comes from uh, a buddy of mine. So I, I don't do a good job and I don't have the skill at finding great music. Um, but what I've done is I've attached myself to a couple of people who, who do. And so they end up sending me songs every now and then. I'll, I'll even like consciously text them and say, hey, what are you listening to recently? I want to hear uh, some new stuff. And this one comes from a good buddy of mine. Uh, he's uh, one of the few friends that I still have from my high school days. Uh, his name is Eric Beard, and he sent me this a couple of years ago. And uh, my kids love it. It's now one of our, our uh, road trip songs, but it's called Only the Wild Ones uh, by Dispatch. Uh, and the line goes, only the wild ones give you something and never want it back. Oh, the riot and the rush of the warm night air. Only the wild ones are the ones you can never catch. Stars up now, no place to go, but everywhere. And so again, I kind of like these abstract sort of songs, but that line, uh, only the wild ones give you something and never want it back. If that's not teaching, I don't know what is, right? Like we show up each and every day and we give, 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 give. And we want something back, right? We want the acknowledgements. We want the, the boss to give us a high five. We want the, the notes from our students. But truly we show up 
and we give and never want it back. And so that little phrase, the wild ones, uh, I love that. We're an adventurous family and we want to be an adventurous family to get into the mountains and the woods and, and the, the road trips. And so that phrase of uh, be wild, wild isn't always an adventure in terms of outside. Uh, sometimes it means just your spirit or just your uh, your demeanor each and every day. And to be wild is to show up each and every day and say, I'm going to give without worrying about giving it back. And then that line, no place to go, but everywhere. When you're a wild one and your goal is just to give, man, you are unbound. You can do whatever. You can serve whatever. You can help whatever. You are so limitless in what you can do for the people around you because I'm just giving and I'm not worried about getting it back. I'm not worried about how it impacts me financially. Uh, I mean, there's wisdom in that, but I'm not worried about my bank account. I'm not worried about um, if I'm going to get a return from this. I'm not worried about if my my giving to you means you're going to give me something in return. I'm just giving. And when I can do that, man, I have freedom to go and to bless and to serve everywhere. And I just, that, that inspires the hell out of me. It's a beautiful concept too. The, how giving and kindness and love has no limits. It is, yeah. it can be the thing that frees you. Yeah. I love that concept. Only the wild ones by dispatch. All right. So I'm, I'm finally ready to, to leave that sad reflective stage. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm ready for the walk-up music now. Because yes. here's the thing, right? So music for me, it's it's about whatever I need in that moment. And uh, growing up as a kid, uh, growing up poor, uh, well-loved, my parents love me, don't, don't get me wrong, but poor and insecure. And so I often looked for something that would raise me up. And uh, I ended up turning to rap music because I love the feel of it. I love the bass. I love the way it hits. So for me, my next song, my walk-up song is called Big League. It's by CMG The Label, Moneybag Yo, and Yo Gotti. I'm just, I know, I know, but it's so good. Again, it's so called So is this Big a song League. that you listen to as a kid? I don't know the song at all. No, so no, it's, it it's new. Yeah, it's new. Um, but it does that thing for me and it hits well yeah. and it, it does pump you up. Here's what it says. So it says on the grind, don't stop. One day it's going to pay off. Mm. Made it from the bottom to the playoffs mm. Playtime over. It's the big league. And mm. like, I think sometimes you got to walk into that space where you work and you have to try to own that space. Mm. When I walked into my classroom, I wanted it to be the big leagues. I wanted it to feel like the playoffs. I'm going to own the stage today. Yeah. I'm going to switch that three-pointer. Yeah. And even in my current job, there are days, like a lot of days, I just get to relax and just kind of engage teachers as they need it, maybe work on some things behind the scenes. But there are days where I'm a performer. It's the big leagues. I got to go. And I'm going to yeah. listen to that. That's my walk-up music. Yeah. And you can only, when you show up on the, those big league days, you can only show up and hit a home run if you are doing all the work uh, on your more relaxed days, right? You're putting in the work, you're putting in the grind, you're putting in the yep. practice. Now it's time to shine and um, I'm going to kill it. We're going to do great things because uh, you've put in the work. Yeah, that's the stuff. Big League. No, I'm excited to hear that one. So what's it called again? It's Big League. CMG, the label, Moneybag Yell, and Yo Gotti. So I actually think uh, this is maybe my my dip into the sad uh, sad dad, but also uh, in in kind of conjunction with what you just said. Uh, and this one is called "Take It to the Limit" uh, by Eagles, right? And everybody knows the song. 
but here's my context. Uh, I picked up this album, the live, you have to do the live, the live version. <clears throat> and I picked this up. My wife and I, we were newlyweds living in California. Uh, we moved there for a year just to kind of get away from, from a lot of things and trying to figure out life together. And we ended up renting this uh, remodeled chicken coop uh, just north of San Francisco in a little town called Katadi. Uh, and it was like this amazing experience of a year for her and I just to be together. We didn't really know anybody, so we just had each other. Uh, she worked at a Starbucks. I worked at a um, a preschool just down the road. It was a fantastic year of, of figuring out life. And I found this album, uh, the record, and some garage sale. And my wife can attest she cannot listen to the song today because I wore it out in a year. Uh, but this song is so beautiful to me. Uh, because it's kind of like what you were just referring to is um, I know he's talking about love and he's talking about a relationship that to me is is pretty synonymous uh, fairly simply with with the the profession of of education um, and so there's kind of this long acknowledgement of life is hard or it's disappointing or you're kind of struggling and so this is a little bit longer but I'm just going to kind of read. Uh, read through the lyrics. It says, you can spend all your time making money. You can spend all your love making time. If it all falls to pieces tomorrow, would you still be mine? And when we're looking for your freedom, nobody seems to care. And you can't find the door, can't find it anywhere. When there's nothing to believe in, still you're coming back. You're running back. You're coming back for more. Put me on a highway, show me a sign, take it to the limit one more time. And I like, so if you're, the song has like this slower sort of like melodic, but it's very like almost sad, but it's more of like an acknowledgement of this did not turn out the way I wanted to. This is not great. Nobody seems to care. But then there's this, when there's nothing to believe in, still you're coming back. And I feel like that to me is sometimes is education when you're just so frustrated. What the heck am I doing coming in day in and day out? But you're not just coming back. You're running back. You're coming back for more. And so that line, and then that's when the song kind of picks up and he just says that over and over and over. And then the, the song kicks in and the crowd kicks in and that line, take it to the limit one more time. Uh, that to me every now and then, especially as I see like, maybe the end of people's career and then they're kind of wrapping it up, take it to the limit one more time. Don't coast out to the end. Don't just kind of put up your hands and say, well, I'm just going to show up. This is just a job. This is take it to the limit one more time. Take it to the limit one more time. So I actually love that phrase on my, on my chalkboard, take it to the limit one more time. And what I love about it is he says it over and over and over again, because that ends up, that ends up being what we do, right? Today, I'm going to take it to the limit one more time. And then I run back tomorrow and I take it to the limit one more time. And I just, I love that. So uh, that's my, that's kind of like my last and final, like when you're driving to work, if that's the last song you listen to, take it to the limit one more time. I think it's beautiful. I, I'm, I'm imagining, uh, you know, someone who's had a career in sports, a professional athlete, baseball player, football player. I mean, maybe not baseball player, but um, somebody who's, you know, it, it might be their last game. Right. And they're lacing up yep. and they're getting excited yep. for it. And they're like, I, I can do this one more time. One more time. One more time. Yep. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So, right. so it take it to the limit one more time. The Eagles. All right. And in my last song, you know, education is a strange profession in that we have nine month periods that that come to a natural end. Yeah. We have in education, we have goodbyes every year. 
a lot of jobs aren't that way. And so my last song is, uh, is about that. It's, it's about this progress. And then a, a day comes where, where you're setting those kids free, where you're saying goodbye to your colleagues and that year's come to an end. And so the song is called weird goodbyes by the national and the lines from it. And it, for me as a, it's a little bit of that sad dad thing. Again, this is clearly about, you know, watching your kids grow up and, and mm. that kind of thing. But I think it also works for education and it says, memorize the bathwater, memorize the air. There'll come a time I'll want to know I was here. Names on the door frames, inches and ages, handprints in concrete at the softest stages. Hmm. And then it goes on to say, it finally hits me, a mile's drive. The sky is leaking, my windshield's crying. I'm feeling sacred, my soul is stripped. You know, as, and I know I did this a lot when I was in the classroom, and I've emphasized like be present in the moment, but we all get lost. And for me, a lot of times that last week or two of the school year is when I realized just how close I had become to my students and how much they have meant mm. to me in the course of the year. Mm. And so we get to those final days and it hits you. And uh, in the song, it's the sky that's leaking and it's the windshield that's crying. But man, I got emotional at the end of the year. Mm. And I still do when I say goodbye to my colleagues. Mm. Uh, I think it, education is, it's kind of nice in that way. And that mm. the end is clear and you get to say your goodbyes. Mm. That's really beautiful. So last night I picked up my five-year-old and I carried him up the stairs. And I remember six years ago or more chatting with a dad. And he says, uh, it's very rare that you remember the last time you you carry your son to bed. You don't remember the last time he did it. He's like, but I remember mine because he pulled his back and he never did it again. <laughs> uh, but I picked him up last night and I carried him up the stairs and I thought of that line again. And you reminded me of it today, uh, isn't that education is rare and that a good chunk of what we do, we're allowed uh, a cemented, tangible moment that we can say goodbye and reflect on our time together. And that's pretty special. I love that. That's great. Yeah. And, and actually I, I just want to continue that. And, and I brought up my childhood and stuff. And as we were doing this, I was thinking about my dad a lot, my mom and dad, cause they both love music and, uh, but my dad, especially. And, and, uh, I was thinking on the, the goodbyes of another song. I remember everything. And it's a John Prine song, hmm. John Prine, a, a folksy country guy. Mm -hmm. And, uh, one of my dad's favorites. And it was actually the first concert I went to was a John Prine concert with my dad and music strikes something in me. And, and, uh, I think I owe that a lot to my parents and, and the way that we use music a lot to kind of go through the days, even the difficult ones. And sure. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I felt like I had to say that out loud. Cause I was thinking a lot about my dad as we were doing this and sure. Uh, Get a little sure. emotional here. Uh, yeah. My parents are alive no, and well and healthy, but uh, they're a long ways away. And I, you know, sure. I miss them from time to time. And, you know, so anyway. No, that's good. Thank you for sharing. I appreciate that. Well, that was fun, man. Uh, I appreciate it. And I appreciate that you, you, uh, you were a good balance um, for me. And I, and that was good. So, all right. Well, there's some other ones that we, uh, that we didn't mention and we intentionally didn't because of time. 
we'll throw them in a playlist that will be in a link in the show. So if you are listening and you want to check out more of these songs or just have them in your back pocket, I see you wrote Shake It Off. That's great. Um, so there's <laughs> some good music that we can enjoy. So, all right, brother, uh, what's the takeaway for you today? I think we all need a, a soundtrack to life. Uh, yeah. Music has so much power to it and, and we can really... Uh, we can turn that music on and and we can allow, um, I mean, if you think about you're watching a, a movie and the soundtrack is great and it yeah. kind of dictates emotion. And I think we have that same uh, opportunity to, to create the soundtrack to life, to career and, and dictate the emotions. Yeah, that's huge. And I, I was going to say almost the exact same thing that uh, let's be intentional every now and then about the music we listen to on the way into work or after work. Uh, like you say, sometimes you choose it because of your mood. Uh, and sometimes we need to choose it because we need to change our mood uh, or inspire us to get back to work. So, hey, man, uh, I always appreciate our time. Have a great day today. Uh, until next week, do great things and keep knocking. All right. Love you, brother. See ya. See ya. Hey, just want to say thanks again for hanging out with Casey and I at Shirts and Ties. Um, if you would like to listen to these songs in their entirety or uh, more songs that we have mentioned or thought about for a playlist, you can go to Spotify and find Shirts and Ties Education Motivation Playlist. It'll be updated as we go throughout the years. Um, you can also let us know your thoughts or songs that you'd like to be added by finding us on Twitter, Shirts and Ties, or sending us an email, shirtsandties at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your thoughts and any songs that might motivate you throughout the day. Thanks again for hanging out with us. We'll see you again sometime soon. Until then, do great things. And as Mr. Schertz would say, keep on knocking. See you later. Peace.